Yo, 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 we are back. I believe episode 64 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study, hosted by this one word, C. Micah, and that one word over there, Mr. Rob Redeem. We are glad, gracious, and happy to be back with you with a, for another Bible study. Uh, we apologize for last week. We weren't able to get it going because our one word was busy, period. <laughs> Just a little bit busy, you know what I mean? So, we're very glad to be back with y'all, man, for uh, with another Bible study, man. But first of all, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing real good, bro. Um, made it through another day and um, ready for tonight, man. Like I think um, tonight's um, thing. I'm just ready to see what the Lord gonna do and using you, brother. I'm here to help. How you feeling? I, uh, I'm feeling good, man. I think it's apropos to life. Period. <laughs> I like yeah. to use them big words. Apropos. Yeah, apropos. But anyway, yeah, man. This is Bible study. The subject for tonight is on repentance. Once again, repentance or repentance or repent or however you want to say it, all forms going to get you back to repenting. So uh, right. this Bible study is on repentance and uh, a very advantageous thing for believers to do. I will encourage any believer that you should repent daily, honestly, because yeah. uh, one word going to mess up. Trust me. One word or uh, two word or four word, whatever you is, you're going to mess up. Trust me, you have to repent. What's up, What's up Westside? Good to see you, brother. Yo, yo, good what's to see you, D, how you doing? I know good Mr. G already gone, so when you watch the replay, what up, Mr. G? Yeah, yeah, appreciate all y'all sliding through, sliding through. All right, man, before we get started, man, let's pray. Father God, we thank you once again for your Bible study. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that this is yours. I thank you, Lord, you place it on me and my brother's heart to even do these Bible studies. Father God, when our flesh said no, but Lord, we trust you, and you have been yes, so Lord good God. to us. You've been giving us light and instruction, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that tonight will be the same, that your word will come forth clearly and bold as you would choose and want it to. Lord, we just thank you and give you glory for every listener and every viewer that see this, that your glory will be first, and your name will be first, and it will be elevated in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> yes, Lord. All right, man, so we're going to get into repentance once again this bible study is on the subject of repentance a very vital thing in the christian walk man i think it is uh as vital as breathing in my opinion man because yeah, although man. jesus died for our sins and he died one time for our forgiveness we do need to and have to repent because if we did not have to repent he wouldn't have let it get put in the book <laughs> we right. need to repent you know what i'm saying yeah. repent is our uh almost I ain't going to say that. That's a terrible joke. I just say I repent is just a, a, a do-over for when we mess up beyond what he had prayed for. And we like, God already died and rose and all that for us. But although he knew we would be some goofy one words, so he gave us an opportunity to get it right and get back into a fellowship and uh, back in alignment with him. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get started that. with our definitions. Uh, we're going to get our Webster's definition of repentance. Go in, bro. All right. To turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life, to feel regret or contrition, to change one's mind. <clears throat> all right. So these are all different. This is a, a, sec a secular definition of repentance. But we feel all these things when we repent. You know, a lot of times we say, man, we, you know, when you repent, you got to turn and don't do it again. But you don't front. You feel regret. 
That's why you're yeah. repenting. You know what I'm saying? You may feel convicted and you end up repenting. So all that is a part of it. But the, the main part of it as we get into it is that you actually turn from your sin. You know what I'm saying? Not just saying yeah, you're sorry, amen. but also turn from your sin. Although it's not wrong to be sorry. You know, I want to say that because a lot of times, you know, people make you feel bad. I don't be saying you sorry. Turn. Okay, look, man, some people going through. You know, let's yeah. be real. Some people going through. Yeah. And if you sorry, say you sorry, but yeah. work on it and get better and let the Lord help change your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, before we go to the Bible, you got anything, bro? Yeah, I, I do. We'll it, I want everybody. No, I just want everybody to know if you notice, condemnation is not a part of it. Right. So yeah. it says regret. Change yep. one's mind. It doesn't say condemnation. So even in the secular, even in the secular form, nothing about being condemned when you when you you know mess up. So, Amen. All right. Uh, repentance, biblical definition, sir. All right. Biblical definition of repentance is to make a change of mind, heart, and action by turning away from sin and self and returning to God. So a more clear picture of what we should do as believers, you know, uh, change your mind, change your heart. And turn, literally do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, repent is an action word. It's not just a noun. It is a verb. You know what I'm saying? Which means it's something you're doing something. The scriptures in the Bible where it talked about God repented that he made man or whatever. He didn't literally repent and be like, I hate I made man. It's basically he was changing his mind. And then we had Moses come in and thank God for Moses intervening. Yeah. <laughs> and we got, yeah. hey, but look at this guy. Look at this guy. You know, look, he all right. You know what I'm saying? Intervening on our behalf. But at that point, God was like, man, I'm ready to change my mind on these sap suckers because they all hell demons. <laughs> and I made them not to be, I made them to be like nice angels and good kids, but they bad. You know what I'm saying? But if you have a bad kid, you know what I mean? Sometimes that can happen. So anyway, man, let's get into the word, man. Uh, like I say, this is on repentance. Our first scripture, first section we'll be going to is what should we be repenting for? I'm going to give you a simple answer. Sin. It, uh, yeah. it, it covers everything. You know, it yeah. don't matter what sin is, whether it's a sin of of uh, cursing, uh, adultery, sin of uh, fornication, sin of masturbation, whatever. It covers all of it. What should, what should we be, re be repenting? Oh, I have a hard time repenting with that word. But anyway, what should we be repenting for? Sin. Point blank yeah, period. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. We'll be going to Luke 17, 3 and 4, then 1 John 1 and 9, then Romans 6 and 11. Then 2 Peter 3 and 9, and then Proverbs 28 and 13. Luke 17 and 34. Uh, we're going to start, I believe we're going to start right here, right up here at the top, though, my brother. Let me see here. At one? Luke 7. Yeah, we're going to go seven, uh, 1 through 4. 1 through 4. Then yep. he said to, to the disciples, It is impossible that no offenses should come, come, but woe to him through whom they do come. It would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck. And he were thrown into the sea, then he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. Now, what I wanted to point out in this example, because I was going to make this a whole point, but I really didn't have enough scriptures to back up to make it a whole point of, you know, how many times should you repent or how much should you, should you repent? But I think this was the greatest example is that if you supposed to forgive your brother seven times in a day, how much you think God going to forgive you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who is greater than us? That's how, like if Rob did something, he repented to me seven times. And God said, nah, keep forgiving him. Then how much more 
Will our great God do that? And that's an answer to a question like, okay, yeah, what do I do? How much do I sin? I mean, not how much do I sin? A lot, trust me. <laughs> but right. how much do I need to repent? A lot. You know, much as you can. You know, whatever. Like most times when I pray, I end with repenting. Because yeah. it's some things that you don't even see that you did. You know, our existence on this earth, we are sinful. It's just, I'm not saying yeah. we bumbling idiots. We just, we end up going against the things of God just by living our life a lot of times. And not even unknowingly. You know what I mean? So, but this, what this is pointing out is that if your brother or your sister sins against you, forgive them seven times. And what I wanted to illustrate with this first scripture is that you should repent a lot and don't worry about that. I repent too much. God is God going to keep forgiving me. No, you just keep on repenting. Don't, don't worry yeah. about all that. You just keep on repenting and do what the Lord say. What, what he said that you should even do for your brother on a whole right. other level, what he going to do for you. You know what I mean? Go ahead, yeah. bro. And that's the point that I was getting ready to make. Just think if he's telling us to do this to one another, um, just think how much more he is for us, you know, when we mess up and, you know, and we repent. So we, you know, repenting those many times he's forgiven us. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I know you'll get into it a little later, but true repentance, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? From the heart, not um, um, a conscious easer, easer right. if you will. Right. All right, we're going to go next to 1 John 1 and 9. 1 John 1 and 9. All right. I was just about to read it. Go ahead, bro. My bad. I got to <laughs> read it. Go ahead, brother. Our, if we confess <laughs> our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Read 10, please. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. That last part is very important. Yeah, Number buddy. one, the first part, which is important, is that if you confess it, he is faithful to just forgive, forgive you. Don't repent thinking, will he even forgive me of this? Look, God forgives all kind of stuff. Trust me, man. Like, there's no sin too big that he can't forgive you of it. No, not one. No matter, how, no matter how bad, no matter how terrible, no matter how wretched, no matter how despicable you have been where you don't even want to forgive yourself, trust me, God will forgive you. You got to go on and confess it, though. And it's not always saying, hey, Rob, you know, I did this, this. No, 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 no. Talking to him. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, there's sometimes right. where God will lead you to confess something to your brother because you may have. You know, me and Rob are in covenant as brothers. So we hold right. each other accountable. So I may be like, yeah, bro, this was rough right here. You know what I'm saying? That's different. But I'm talking about, man, number one, I need to confess to God. First and foremost, because Rob can't forgive my sins. He no. forgive me what I did to him, but he ain't forgiving my sins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and, the second and, part, like you yeah. said, my bad, bro, I'll let you go after this. Uh, and the second part, then, never get to the point where you feel like I ain't sin. Don't think one minute you ain't sin because you make him a liar and his word is not in you. It don't mean that you are just terrible. It's just we in a sin-filled, sin-sick world, and it's everywhere. Go ahead, bro. I think the biggest word in here is he is faithful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, um... It's something that it's kind of hard for us to imagine because we as man, we as woman, we as human, period, it's hard to be faithful to certain things. You know what I mean? <laughs> Both you and I are working out and some mm -hmm. days we don't want to be faithful to go to the gym or faithful Not to eat right. You know what I mean? Right. And that carries over even in every day. Sometimes I don't want to walk in love. I know I'm supposed mm -hmm. to, but I just got them days where like, man, I just wish they'd gone about their business. Thanks. But no matter how foul we are, like C was saying, he's faithful. And, mm -hmm. and just to forgive us of our sins and all we got to do is say, Lord, I repent, you know what I mean? And mean it, not just be throwing some stuff out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, um, 
that and the fact that you just got to realize you you are sinful. So say you're not sinful, then yeah. And I was just about to. This is not one of scriptures, but read this uh, one through three right quick. Then we'll go to okay. where we're supposed to be going. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? All right. Or I want to say this okay. point for, for this reason here, because, you know, like we've been over illustrating that. Look, no matter what you do, you're going to fall. You're going to. You're going to sin. I ain't going to say fall into sin. That's two different statements. But you're going to sin. You may mess up and all that. But don't get to a point where, like, well, I'm going to sin anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. God's grace is going to be strong on me because I'm sinning anyway. What does it matter? I'm just going to do what I want to do. Listen, that, right. ain't what, nope. that ain't what I'm saying. That's not what I mean. Paul did not agree with that. It's in the Bible. <laughs> it, that We ain't vibing with that. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to try to the best of our ability to live as holy and righteous as we can. And when you miss it, that's what we're repenting for. We not. It's not just like, look, I'm just doing me right now. Now, right. we have them times, and you have to be like, Lord, forgive me. I'm doing me, but you need to keep repenting. And God gonna, the Holy Spirit gonna be telling you like, you don't need to do you. You need to do what I want you to do. And that's that doing me gonna stop pretty quick. You know what I mean, yeah. amen Go to ahead, that. Bro. No, amen to that. And then it's just saying, shall we continue in sin so grace may abound? What he's saying is like, okay, the more I sin, the more grace God gonna show me. Don't fall into mm -hmm. that foolery. You That's dig what I'm saying? Do, do not right. fall into that foolery. So the enemy will have you thinking that, though. You good. You got away with it. You good. Mm -hmm. You still getting blessed. You good. Mm -hmm. you, you know, and then now you telling yourself, well, shoot, I am good. He, God said, right. forgive me. I repent. Right. And I, right. I keep doing this and, and right. it ain't no consequences. But the way to sin is death, man. I'm telling 100%. you. All right, we're going down to uh, verse 11 and just verse 11 by itself. Yep. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is something we got to strive for all the time. Like I say, you all yeah. also reckon yourselves to be dead. It didn't say you are. So to be, that means you are becoming dead indeed to sin. You're dead. You're steadily becoming in coming dead. Other words, like, listen, Christ died for you. He died for you to go to heaven. If you accept him, you're going to heaven. But you got to walk out this thing. And then part of walking out this thing is the dying of your flesh daily, Boy. the dying of sin, because we have to Boy. walk out. There's a, a scripture say where you got to walk out your soul salvation. That is your flesh, your soul, your mind, your will, and your intellect. And that's where all that sin get to going. And then to move on down to your body, whatever it turn into. But it starts up here, right? And we got to constantly be, you know, uh, uh, where you hear the scripture where it say, kill your flesh, bury your flesh, murder your flesh. Now, look, man, we ain't talking about get a gun and kill yourself. Don't, 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 don't do, do it. it. Don't take don't it literally. It. What we're saying is dying to self. You know, just like if you're in a marriage or you're in a relationship with someone or, oh, okay, give a prime example because we always talk about wives. This is, I'm going to give an example for someone that may not be married. Rob is my best friend, Right. There was a time when Rob's car had gotten in trouble in Columbia. He was helping out his son and his wife and his son was there. And Rob going to have to stay there like 11 o'clock at night. And I offered to be like, hey, bro, you want me to come get your wife, come get your family and take them home? That's a dying to self. My wife yeah. is out of town. I was at the house chilling. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be bothered. I was working on my house. And literally, I said that in my flesh. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But not I but Christ that lives in me. That's what I want to do. So that's an example of it. Cause a lot of times we always give examples in marriage senses and everybody's watching ain't married. So 
Go yeah, ahead, yeah, and they feel it's one side. And then right. on that, it's like, and when you do it, don't be begrudgingly doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you yeah. die to self, um, you know, it's some people I don't care about their ways. I don't want nothing to mm-hmm. happen to them as a person, but right. their ways, I can't stand their ways. And yeah. it's when I speak, it's genuine. It's not, let me crucify the flesh. What up, one word? You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, <laughs> right. it, it's right. truly walking in the love of Christ. And it takes time because sometimes they trigger and you be wanting to, you know, lay, lay hands so they can be out. And I ain't talking about Swiftly. the spirit. You did. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, buddy. I, so next we go on to first Peter, uh, second Peter. Yeah, my bad. Let me go back. Second Peter, three and, three and nine. nine. Yeah, I got you. All right, brother. All right. Here we go. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackless, but in long suffering toward us, not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is such a meaty and heavy scripture, but we're gonna take it yes. from the from the aspect of sin. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. One of his promises is that we will have, with long life will he satisfy us. He ain't slack towards us, towards that. He forgave us for all our sins. That's another promise he gave to us. But he is long suffering. We got to think about that Boy. because a lot of times we think like, we think God is like us in the sense of, I ain't going to deal with that one word no more, period. I'm done with him. Be gone. Listen, that's not God. God is very long suffering. If you get to the point when you got to got on the nerves of God, you is a real ratchet because <laughs> our Lord is extra long suffering. He gives people all types of chances and grace and ways of escape over and over and over again, because at the end of the day, he don't want nobody to perish. He want us all to come to repentance. He want us to yeah. repent. He want us to get out of what we're doing. And in this sense, you know, there's other in this sense, this is kind of talking about, you know, people coming and getting saved, but also in a sense of living in sin, he also wants us to repent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, bro. I, I think about the atheist or the Satanist, and there's plenty yeah. of testimony. Um, and I can't I can't think of his name, but there's a well-known Satanist who's um a profound a professing Christian to the fullest mm-hmm. now. And he mm-hmm. goes around and talks about how the stuff he did as a Satanist. You know what I mean? And, and the yeah. spells he cast and the stuff that he did. And he knew when somebody wasn't really living the Christian lifestyle. And now he's, mm-hmm. you know, a born again, Holy Spirit filled um, believer. And um, God was long suffering with him because you yeah. got to think about it. He was in the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. doing everything anti-Christ. Mm-hmm. You dig what I mean? And now he's pro-Christ, for Christ, mm-hmm. living for him, crucifying his flesh. But God was long suffering. Yes. to the, all the blasphemous things that he was saying about him. You know what I mean? So yeah. just think about that long suffering. Cause um, we, we are so short fused nowadays. We Bruh. have no long suffering with people. Bruh. But I mean, even think about this, like in the Bible sense, man, think about Paul. Paul was killing Christians. Yeah. God was long suffering with him. He saw yeah. the plan and he was patient with him. And then he came and he became one of the most influential apostles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Highly influential. All right, man, we're going to get to our last scripture in this section, which is Proverbs, Proverbs 28 and 13, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, 28 and 13. All right. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever mm-hmm. confesses and forsakes them will ha- have mercy. <clears throat> Excuse me. One more time, brother. Read that one more time. Yeah. 
He who covers his sins will not prosper, but mm -hmm. whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Now, this is what, from this, what I got from this, man, is like, be real about it. Be real about what you got going on. Don't cover it up. Don't try to hide it. Don't be trying to be like, well, you know, uh, no, just be, and I'm talking about be real about it with God. You know what Amen. I'm saying? You know, a lot of people get flowers for being real to the world and telling everybody all their business. Man, don't do that. Unless the Lord instructed you to do that. I'm talking about be real, be open, be naked with God. You know what yeah. I'm saying? In other words, let him see everything. Now, yeah, you, not with everybody else. I'm talking about with God. Allow, allow him and be real with God. I think that is so important. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're struggling, yes, you believe in for freedom, but tell the Lord, no, Lord, I'm struggling with this thing. Be yeah. real about it. I think that's where help can come. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, there's one, there's one instance in the in Matthew where Jesus was asking this man, you know, do you believe? He said, yeah, uh, I believe, but help my unbelief. He was being real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I believe. I see you right here. I saw you just did this miracle, but help my unbelief because I lived a whole life believing you a lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Help me. Hey, but God was able to work big, with that. Bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> you stand in front of Jesus, you seeing miracles happen, and you honest enough to be like, yes, I believe you is real. I could touch it. You right here, but help my unbelief. Cause this is some stuff like, although I saw you heal this man and this grow out and all that, I still can't believe you can forgive me. Some people can be that, yeah. that stuck yeah, in unforgiveness against their own selves. Cause they feel like they are unworthy. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Go ahead, no, no, wait, that's just, I, I never, even though I know what, I know what, um, I know what scripture you're talking about. I just yeah. never looked at it when we helped my unbelief. Like that's right, bro. Cause so, so many times we just don't, we don't, we don't believe, man. Like we no. say we believe and we say, all right, Lord, but if we truly believe there's certain things that just wouldn't even bother, but that's the human factor. Yes, because sir. we we in this sin cursed world, so we are. Yeah, that I never even heard it like that, bro. That's well. Thank you, Holy right. Ghost. <laughs> All right, we on to to the next sex, section. Repentance is more than just saying I'm sorry. Once again, repentance is more than just saying I'm sorry. And let me get the caveat: it's okay to say you're sorry, but you got to do something after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you will be sorrowful if you know you messed up. Just like if you. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you let them down, rob my brother, and I did something to let him down, yeah, he's going to still be my brother. I'm like, dang, I let my brother down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but my bad. Yeah. the repent is, okay, I ain't going to do it again. That's the repent, you know. But anybody yeah. can say they sorry. All right, we're going to go first to Psalm uh, 38 and 18, then we'll go to Acts 3 and 19, Proverbs 28 and 13, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, and Ezekiel 18, 21 through uh 23 23 yeah so you ready brother yeah i'm getting there just hold on one second my bad hold on one second doc <laughs> hold on one second doc let me get my get my stuff situated all right here we go all right for i will declare my iniquity i will be in anguish over my sin right so a lot of times that's how you feel about your sin one you need to confess it that's what declares yeah. another word could confess number two a lot of times we are in anguish. Now, you ain't got to stay there. But being real, if you love God, you get through doing something, you may be like, Lord, man, I know. Or especially when you got, when you remember the way of escape that was happening before yeah, and you didn't take man. it, that really, really gets you because you'd be like, man, I saw this way. And it'd be like four or five of them joints too. It don't be just one. It'd be a few of them. And you ignored every single one of them suckers. Every one of them you ignored and just went ahead and did, yeah. ahead and did what you want to do. 
that's that feeling, man, where you end up feeling like you in anguish over the sin that you had just did. Go ahead, bro. Now that that like you just said, you end up being in anguish over it because you you um that's when you if you're in anguish over it, that's when you know you are sorry and you have a repentant heart. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's it's bothering you. And like C says, um, the Bible talks about there's no temptation common to man for the Lord to give right. you a way of escape. A yes, lot sir. of times we ignore it. Hey, close your mouth. We still say mm-hmm. what we weren't supposed to say. Hey, mm-hmm. let it go. We still reply when we shouldn't have replied. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Hey, leave it alone. And mm-hmm. you you keep you keep, you know, um poking at the bear until you get bit. You know what I mean? Just yeah. for whatever it may be. And um and then you find yourself, like you said, in anguish. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing is declaring your iniquity. And if you don't know what iniquity is, that's habitual sin. That's mm-hmm. a sin that you're in, that you're struggling with. Not mm-hmm. that you fell once to a sin, but mm-hmm. it's an iniquity that this is something that has me bound and That's we're right. supposed to be free. It's like a habit or a vice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. All right. Next, we'll be going to Acts 3 and uh, 19. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Yeah, bro. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that the times of refreshing may come from your presence to the Lord. Now, let me re- um, read that Go again, ahead. man. Go Repent, ahead. therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Thank you. All right. All right. Number one, to even be saved, you have to repent. To even yeah. receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have to repent. But also, you could take this in the sense of you need a time of refreshing, repre- repent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So these sins will be forgiven. Like I said, repentance is not a one-time thing. This is a constant thing that we should always be doing. I I would suggest daily when you pray, put that in part of your prayers and repent. Ask God for forgiveness. When you think about something you missed, you know what I'm saying, and God bring. Because sometimes the Holy Spirit will bring it to you, and you be like, "Why I keep thinking of that?" Because He's trying to tell your rockhead repent about this yeah, you know yeah, and you're like why i keep yeah. thinking about that because you may not think it's a big deal but the holy spirit trying to illuminate to something that you need to be repenting for so like you say repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord we gotta constantly repent man yeah three parts in that man the repent part first of all you know confessing hey i was wrong and a lot of times our pride to stop us from repenting because it's like well i wasn't wrong and Mm -hmm. now we're battling Mm -hmm. the holy spirit in a sense the other part after it remember it's blotted out and blotted out means you can't see it anymore so when you repent and you bring it but lord i remember jesus looking at you like what you talking about Mm -hmm. i don't i don't i don't what, what are you talking about Right. And in order for that refreshing to come after you repent and it's been blotted out, spend some time with the Lord. Yes. That's what a, that's what a refreshing comes from in his word through prayer. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's three parts. You repent, it's blotted out, and then spend some time with the Lord, man. Like, we'll 100%. spend time with everything else. Spend time with him so that you can get that refresh, re- rejuvenated spiritually. Because if you drain spiritually, you can't do anything physically, honestly. You're just walking around mad at the world. Facts. All right, next we're going to Proverbs 28 and 13. Proverbs 28 and 13. All right, here we go. Times two over this mug. Yep. He, he who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Yes, we said we read it twice, but it's two times as good. <laughs> Can't cover it. Can't cover it, man. We need yeah, to confess. That, that's flat out. Period. 
Yeah. Period. As, as the people say. <laughs> All right, we're going yeah. to uh Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Gotcha. A little Old Testament action going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's all the Bible. All of it. You know? Go ahead, bro. Very familiar uh, passage of Scripture right here. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive. Um, I think I got my screen, too. There we go. And will forgive their sins and heal their land. Yes, now this was talking about some things with the children of Israel, but you could take this for yourself. If my people, if you are if you are a Christian, you are his people. You are one of his people. Right. Humble yourself. Rob was talking about we could be too proud to repent. Repentance takes some humility. You gotta humble yourself and admit that you're wrong. Like Rob was just talking about That's in the hard, last man. section. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, we love ourselves. Let's keep it real. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of times if you're doing good in life, you think very high of yourself. You're proud of yourself, which is a good thing. Got, but the enemy will take something good and pervert it a little bit. Yeah. So you go from, yeah. you know, good manly pride from like, man, I'm taking care of my home. I'm being a father to my children. I'm being a good husband. I'm handling my business. I'm making my money. Then it goes to a shoot. Man, I'm the man to make all this money. I ain't got to repent about that. I made it. You see what I'm saying? You go yeah, from, but, but, but when you weren't making that money, God, help me to make this money. Help me all this. But then it switched to, no, I'm doing this. See how that switch happens? You trying to get yeah. there. God, God, please, please, please help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Then you get there. Yeah, I did this. Like, then we forget about God. You know, that ain't right. So we have to humble ourselves, seek and pray God, seek That's and pray to stuff. God, and turn from your wicked ways. So repentance, like I say, is not just saying I'm sorry. You have to actually turn from your wicked ways. And then it say, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. So go ahead, bro. Yeah, and now that's... That's good stuff right there, man. I'm seeking his face and turn from your wicked ways. Um, and your land can be whatever it may be. It could be mm -hmm. your business, your finances, your marriage, your home, your children. Like, yeah, um, these God can do it, but th it starts with you and whoever you are. It starts with me for me. It starts with C for C and mm -hmm. whoever's listening now live or if you catch the replay. Yes, sir. You have to turn. You got to humble yourself and turn from your ways and seek his face. It just goes back to the last time. In order to get refreshed, you have to seek his face. Amen. All right, we're going to Ezekiel 18 and 21, I believe. 21 through 23, yes, sir. All right. 18, 21 through 23. No, 21 through, yeah, 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 yeah. My fault, brother. I thought you said something else. It's all good. It's all good. Go ahead, bro. All right. But if a wicked man turns from all his sins, which he has committed, keeps all my statutes and does what is lawful and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions which he has committed shall be remembered against him because of the righteousness which he has done. He shall live. You want me to keep to 20? Okay. That was it. it. Okay. It says 23 on here. Don't read okay, that. Okay. Well, go ahead. All right. Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, says the Lord God, and not that he should turn from his ways and live? Which is a rhetorical question, I would right. think. He don't have no pleasure in that. So, yeah, man, it is important. Once again, it's reiterating. If a even if a wicked man turns from his sin, that's what I was saying. You have not done so sin no sin so bad that God can't reach you. 
nothing you did. You whatever you think about, it ain't been that bad with God. If God put this in here, if a wicked man turns from all his sins and which he committed and keep my statutes and does what is lawful and right, he will surely live and not die. None of his transgressions will be he committed will be remembered. You know what I'm saying? Because of the righteousness is done, because he turning from his wicked ways and keeping his statutes, like reading the word, getting into the word, keeping God's promises in in his lives. Even if the wicked man, the most Jeffy Dahmer, whoever these dudes that went on these killing sprees, they can receive Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Now it may, it may mess it. us up. We may yeah. be looking sideways and all that, and Jesus may be like, "Come, come, come, be with me, my son." You know what I'm saying? Now it may mess us up. He's like, "But what about all this he did?" That's the awesomeness of God. That he yeah, can forgive man. all that oh, yeah. and give them a clean slate like it has never been done. It makes his sin, uh, sins as white as snow. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. And I will say this and for those who um, I like. Whenever we go come across this, CC, you got to keep the law. You cannot keep the law. This uh -oh. is Old Testament. The law now is Jesus Christ. He mm -hmm. came and he, 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 he split the veil. So keeping his statutes, his Holy Spirit. Yes, um, his Holy Spirit um, is in you to help guide you. Still, small voice and mm -hmm. the law. And the law, by receiving my Son, you shall have an eternal life. We do this after every Bible study. But whenever we go to the Old Testament, you know you got those who um, be trolling sometimes, and they looking mm -hmm. for little reasons. So I want to put that out there. If the wicked man turns from his sins, and we bringing it to the New Testament, if a wicked man shall confess his sins mm -hmm. and um, you know accept Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And keep his statutes, you know what I mean? The way he can do that is from the Holy Spirit and receive mm -hmm. him when he gets filled. And mm -hmm. the law is now, since it's been broken and there's no law, because we can't obtain the law, the mm -hmm. sacrificial lamb, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I just wanted to put that out there, see, because I know we've done Amen. Bible studies where someone impromptu asked us a question. And they weren't, mm -hmm. trying to, they weren't trying to get on us. They was asking what we were doing. And yeah. I wanted to make sure that we put that out there, that we're not talking about certain religions that think you got to keep the law because they mm -hmm. think you know they're the tribe and i'll yeah. leave it at that yeah uh <laughs> i know that through it Thank you. there we go all so, right last sex last <laughs> section for tonight man <laughs> don't be ashamed of your repentant sin don't be ashamed of your repented sin what i mean by this a lot of times folks will be like yeah, man, I used to be this. Yeah, man, I used to be this. And they still claim themselves as what they were. You've repented. That joint is in the sea of forget, forget, forgetfulness. forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, God can't find it. You stop finding it. You know what I mean? If you repented for something, that's the past, man. Like, only bring it up if the Lord leads you to bring it up as an example to probably witness to somebody. But other than that, man, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be your calling card. S game banger. That's me. S game banger. I'm gang. I'm ganging for Jesus now. Come, listen. I, I know people say that, but dog, you ain't in no gang no more. You ain't in no gang. <laughs> the end of the yeah. day, you know. No hate to anybody that say that. I know everybody got different views Testimonies of that. Testimonies and whatnot. But I'm just yeah. saying, like stuff that's under blood, man. Don't go dig digging in the blood trying to pull something out that's in the blood. Just leave that joint there. Go ahead, bro, yeah. before we get to the scripture. I mean, before we get to it, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of it, you know, yes, we, we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So mm -hmm. if you're using it for your testimony, that's not what C is saying. What he's saying in, in that sense of that shouldn't be your glory. C and I both do music. Mm -hmm. My music shouldn't be 
glorifying my formal sin, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? More than glorifying the one who forgave the sin. And that's what yeah. we're talking about. So if it's, yeah, I slept with this and I did this and that's why I mm -hmm. got this. And, I, mm -hmm. and it takes precedent over the blood of Jesus. No, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stop it, please. All right. Romans 8 and 1, then next we'll go to uh, Psalms 107 and 2, and lastly, Psalms 103 and 12, and then we'll wrap it up. I didn't want this to be a long one. I wanted this to be to the point where um, yeah. preferably everybody can get where we're coming from on this because repentance is a very important thing. Uh, read like 1 through 3 on this one, bro. All right. There is therefore no now. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death i'll let you scroll a little bit for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh all right so what we're getting at right here is uh there is therefore now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. When you repent, trust me, believe you me, that grief and grief and uh, guiltiness, condemnation is going to come on you. When you repent it and you truly repent it, there is therefore now no condemnation those who are in Christ. I say it all the time because a lot of times I may be feeling guilty and I speak that word. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but by the spirit, when you repent, you put back in that place. And, you yeah, know, I always right. look at it like this. You know, we, we, we are the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And another mm -hmm. word for righteousness is in right standing. So if you say Jesus is here and you right standing, you right in front of Jesus. You sin, you ain't in front of Jesus no more. And when you repent, right back in front of him. So God see Jesus and he see you. He see you through Jesus' blood. Ain't nothing blocking, Amen. ain't nothing getting in between. You sin, you over here. You know what I'm saying? But when you repent, yep. you write back. But what the devil wants us to do is once we get to repent, then he wants us to be feel guilty and grieve and, and uh, down and like, yeah, I did. Okay, if you repented and you believe God forgave you, what is you down for? You know what I mean? What is you down for? I, now, I know the scripture we read earlier, you know, should we sin? Should we just keep sinning so grace should, should abound? No, I'm not saying that. that. No but at the same time, when you repent and you truly repent, Hey man, walk like you free, cause you is, you is free. Right, right. Go ahead, bro. I think I didn't even know. I mean, I knew the scripture was coming up, but I didn't know it was this particular passage. We just talked about this about mm -hmm. the law, you mm -hmm. know, and, and there it is. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me you free from the law of sin and death, yes, which sir. you can't fulfill the law without Christ Jesus. That's and right. I just want I want you guys. So if you think you're about to live this, even as a Christian, this perfect life, and every time you fall, you 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 down on yourself. Listen, you can be guilty and 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 ask for forgiveness. But mm -hmm. we said this at the beginning when we were reading the um when we were reading the definitions. Condemnation was not in it, not in the Webster, not in That's the right. biblical. And That's here right. it is in this scripture. There, there is therefore now no condemnation for mm -hmm. those of us who are in Christ Jesus. So when mm -hmm. you repent, there's no condemnation. That's mm -hmm. why it's not in the definition. Mm -hmm. And we got to be careful as believers because sometimes, you know, us church folks will look down Ooh. on somebody that's in, mm, they did this and all that. If they repented, shame on you. You yeah. wrong. 
You that yeah. do that. When you look down on another believer, you you in error. You wrong. Yeah. Important if I do it, you know, and you know this man doing if they repented, what what's what's that gotta do with me? Right. What's, what's that gotta do with you? They repented. They clean with God. Why I ain't clean with me? You know what I'm saying? Am I better than God? I got an answer for that. No. Uh-uh. Far from it. So, you know, a lot of times before you put your mouth on somebody, you better check with the Lord. Because Lord may Lord tell you, no, they repented. What you yeah. what you gonna say? What you got to yeah. say? And you got some stuff you ain't repenting for. Get yourself straight, yeah. <laughs> my guy, or my girl. Yeah. And then that last part is the Bible also talks about if you see your 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 brother or your um sister, I'm paraphrasing with sister, in sin, yeah. you who are righteous should go back and help them back up. So you still shouldn't be condemning. You should be right. going back and putting a hand out saying, what can I do for you? Me and yeah. C got a mutual brother who, look, my man failed. When we see this brother, it is mm -hmm. mad love. Like 100%. I ain't get ready to look at this man sideways because Not at all. I've been there. You know yep. what I mean? I, I, yep. I've been there. And I'm, I never look on somebody who fall to sin as if it mm -hmm. can't happen to me. Like, man, don't, don't, don't get, don't get too old. Happen. Where are we going to next, bro? Psalms 107 and 2. Well, I was about to go on the soapbox. Mm. No, go on in, bro. 107 and 2. <laughs> I was ready to go. All right, let's go, brother. Uh, Psalms 107 and 2. Yeah, this is at the bottom of my um, website, robertdeem.net. Let the mm -hmm. redeemed of the Lord say so. <laughs> you know this one he very has well. redeemed from the hand of the enemy. <laughs> and I'll read it if, again. Go Let ahead, the bro. redeemed of the Lord say so, mm -hmm. whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. People who have repented are the redeemed of the Lord. Say so. Talk like you redeemed. Get yes. out that grief. Get out that pain. Get out that depression. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we're being downcast and all that. If you're redeemed, you repent it. Ain't no, ain't no more condemnation. You are redeemed. Yeah, so say so. Talk like you redeemed. You know what I mean? Yeah, God yeah, has redeemed you from the hand of the enemy. He has given you this great gift of repentance. It is a gift. He loved us so much. He gave us this gift. Not just, not just dying and raising so we can be forgiven. Not just that, but he also gave us repentance. Just in case you dumb one words mess up again. Right. <laughs> I right. got some more help for you. So man, God is so good. Go ahead, bro. Um, that's why I redeemed after my name, because I was yeah. a youth. I did fall away. People did shun me and condemn me. Mm -hmm. I condemned myself. I was, I, mm -hmm. I was, I didn't, I, I felt guilty. I felt worthless. I, but when the Lord brought me back, when I repented, before I met yeah. the man that you see up here, before I met him, before yeah. I met Nikki, like when I got back into church, he gave me Rob Redeem. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's where it came from. So let the redeemed yeah. of the Lord say so. What's the last one we going to? Psalms, Psalms 103 and 12, sir. Got you. All right, last scripture for tonight. Go as ahead. far as the east is from the west, so far he had, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I want to say it the other way that I know it. That's why I keep struggling with it. That's um, all right. Yeah, so I'll read it one more time. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So we have to remember there's therefore now no condemnation. The last scripture we read and this one. Our sins are as far as the east is from the west. You can drive east all you want. You're going to be going east. <laughs> you drive west all you want. You're going to be going west. These things are far. Our sins are no more because God has removed them for, from us when we repent. This is for our repentant people. So I just want to encourage you in the in the in the sake in the case of repentance, after you repent, not to allow that grief, 
and dismay and pain to come on you and condemnation to come on you that the enemy wants to put on you because he said, okay, if I can't keep them from repenting, then I'm going to make them feel bad when they repent. Then they ain't going to want to repent because the enemy always right. want to get us, always wants, wants to get us in some type of way. He always want an entryway and an entry point to our lives to discourage us and keep us downtrodden. But I want us to be free as the word wants us to be free. And always remember the bit, the biggest freedom you can have from sin is knowing the word to me, repenting and knowing the word, because when you know the yeah. word, you will know I feel condemned, but there's therefore now con no condemnation in those in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. And you know, I don't feel like I'm redeemed, but the Bible says, let the redeemed say so. And you start saying this stuff, you'll feel your, sound like a preacher. You'll feel your help coming. Trust me. <laughs> but I mean it, you know, you'll start feeling it welling up and you start speaking that word, that stuff get off you and the enemy will get away from you from a minute. For a while, he ain't go forever. Yeah. He ain't go forever when Jesus was walking the earth. He sure ain't going forever from you. Right. So, go ahead, bro. Oh, as far as Jesus from the West, you said seal forgetfulness, no yes, condemnation. Sir. Like yes, all sir. of these things is when you ask for forgiveness and when you repent, and yeah. it bring. Let me tell you who um roam around and he and the Bible talks about how the enemy goes to and fro. You mm -hmm. know, looking for someone he can devour, but also accusing. He is the accuser yes. of the brethren. So yes. he's constantly saying, look at this, look at this. So mm -hmm. when that little imp get in your ear, yeah, mm -hmm. you, you're doing this. But what about what you just did last night? What about mm -hmm. what you did yesterday? What, you, what, what about what you was just thinking? And right. as far as the East is from the West, mm -hmm. see a forgiveness, mm -hmm. no condemnation. That's right. And we got to remember those things, man, because like, a, trust me, start repenting and the enemy will do this to you. He does Amen. these things. He's going to come to you <clears throat> and you have to be armored and ready. That's the thing. Let me say this. Repent, turn, turn away from what you're doing and know the word of God. It is your weapon. You, we got to have it. I thank God I grew up in a godly household. If you didn't, that's fine. It's okay. You have the chance now. But the reason I say that because I had years of people speaking the word around me, hearing the word around me, and then me reading the word myself. So when I get into, into those troubling times, those hard times, it comes up, comes up like water. You know what I mean? Like it's right, like, right. I feel like this. I, I, I'm going to give you an example today. This don't have to do with repenting. But, you know, the weather been acting weird lately. Last week it was cold. This week it's been hot. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I right. had to catch myself because the first thing I said I like this medicine called Claritin D. It helps with sinuses and all that. And I, told, I was telling my wife this morning, I said, man, I just took this Claritin D. I ain't even consult the Lord. I ain't asked the Lord to heal me or nothing. I'm just, okay, I'm just going to trust in the maid thing first. I ain't saying nothing wrong with medicine. But let, can I pray first? Lord, ask God for healing. And then he may say, yeah, go on and take that Claritin D. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I took it afterwards. But I was just getting on my own self where I was like, dog, I didn't even consider this. I just jumped on to the next thing, but I didn't stay there. What the enemy would do is like, yeah, you ain't a good Christian because you didn't even pray to God. What type of Christian is you? That's what the enemy say. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, right. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, you repented, but, man, look what you did. I mean, God forgave you, but look what you did. You was a mess. You know you're going to do it again. What you repenting for? That's how the enemy is. And he, keep, yeah. he keep accusing, like Rob was saying. He's accuser of the brethren or the sisterin. That ain't a word, but a, right, right. accuser the when they say brethren, they're speaking of mankind mainly. So he's accuser of all of us, and he's going to keep needling and pushing and pushing and pushing, and he backs up when you speak the word. Your word is your power. Your word is your strength. Your word is your sword. Your word is the, not your word. You speaking the word is life. You know what I'm saying? It's life to you. 
scripture say about that is literally life to your flesh. Speak the word. Don't just read it. Speak it out your mouth. There's power in you speaking things. Trust me. I know people think, well, we don't want you to get to call these things and do it. Look, listen, dog. If it's in the book, speak the word. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. There's power in you speaking the word. Go ahead, bro. I concur, brother. You 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 brought that one home. Yeah, man. So we're going to uh, quick review. Quick review. So uh, if you weren't here earlier, you know, you don't get to rewind. First thing, we went through the Webster's definition of repentance. To turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. Two, to, reg to feel regret or con contrition. And three, to change one's mind. We pointed out that even the Webster or the secular definition is telling you to turn from sin. You know what I'm saying? And also illuminating that you will feel regret and you will feel contrition or sorrow or whatever, feel bad about it. But at the end of the day, we know the word tells us there's therefore now no condemnation those in Christ Jesus. You have to know that. Amen. But just because you say that don't mean you ain't got no feelings. You're going to feel it. But right. I, I'm going to speak what I believe. And I'm going to keep saying what I believe to my, uh, <laughs> I feel like an old preacher, to my feelers start feeling right. <laughs> the way I'm feeling ain't feeling right. I'm going to keep speaking it to this get the feeling right. You know what I mean? All right. The biblical definition of uh, repentance is a, uh, is to make a change of mind, heart, and action by turning away from sin and, and self and returning to God. Once again, it's to make a change of mind, heart, and action by turning away from sin and self and returning to God. And then we went to the uh, point of what should we be repenting for, and I'm going to give you the pop quiz, and the answer is sin. It covers everything. You know, we can get all into yeah. the details. Do I repent of cussing? I repent of, repent of sin. All of it can be sin. You know what I mean? And we went to Luke uh, 17, 3 through 4. Then we went to 1 John 1 and 9. Then we went to Romans 6, 11. Then we went to 2 Peter 3 and 9 and Proverbs 28 and 13. Next session we have is repentance is more than just saying I'm sorry. Once again, it's okay to feel like you're sorry. It's okay to say I'm sorry. But then you got to do something about it. Can't just right. say I'm sorry. You know, it's just like some dude to be smacking on his woman. Baby, I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry. He ain't sorry till he stopped putting his hands on you. That one word ain't sorry. He's just saying nice. something to keep you around. And sometimes we want to, want to try to do the Lord like that. Lord, I'm really, really sorry, but you know you ain't trying to stop nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you are, if, and let me let me say this, though. If you're at that point, be real about it. Tell the Lord, I'm trying. And ask him to help you to get to the point where you can be like, I'm done. Be real. Don't be fake. Because you, you get further with God just being real, man. You you can't fake him out. He know, he know what you is anyway. You know what I mean? And we went to Psalms 38, 18, Acts 3 and 19, Proverbs 28 and 13. We went there twice for a reason. Second Chronicles 7 and 14 and Ezekiel 18, 21 through 23. And our last section was don't be ashamed of your repentant sin. Don't be ashamed of your repentant sin. What we we're talking about, don't allow these things that you did in the past to overtake you now. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be feeling bad about it. Don't let the enemy try to make you feel guilty. We have said the scripture a million times, but it's still true and applicable. I, uh, it, it's good for now I can't think of the other word There's therefore now no condemnation To those who are in Christ Jesus It is very Amen. important But that works when you are in Christ Jesus You out of Christ Jesus You can't be saying that You be talking about ain't there, Therefore no condemnation You know you out you Get back in first <laughs> One word. Uh, Then we went to, went to Romans 8 and 1 Then we went to Psalms 107 and 2 And lastly Psalms 103 and 12 um, this Bible study once again was on repentance. It is a vital thing for the Christian walk. Because you repented, don't mean you are a terrible believer. It means you are a functional believer. 
All the believers in the Bible, the disciples messed up royally. Peter cussed. Peter denied Jesus three times. He also was told, Jesus also said, upon this rock, something Peter said, I'm going to build my church. Same guy. You know what I'm saying? And the Catholics, uh, Catholic religion, elevate St. Peter. Saint you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't saying you should do that. I'm just saying Peter messed up royally all the time, but it's okay. He repented. We have to remember that. All, a lot of people in the Bible messed up. We are not exempt. We're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to miss it. We're going to miss it a lot. Just repent a lot. I'm telling you, repent a lot. It'll do you good. Uh, before I uh, do altar call, brother, you got anything? No. I mean, you you on point, man. I'm Let the Lord use you. All right. So if, you, if you've been watching this Bible study and you feel like, man, I need to repent, and maybe you need to repent of not knowing Jesus. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you can know him right now. You don't have to wait. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till later. Don't wait till I'm going to get I'm gonna get it get, get it together when I get older. Number one, tomorrow is not promised. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Choose Jesus today. Don't try to get right. Don't try to get yourself perfect. Don't try to get yourself in line. No more. You can't get yourself in line. Just choose Jesus. Number, uh, and if you want to choose Jesus, say this with me. Jesus, I come to you right now. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. I know I'm a sinner and I need your grace. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Make me whole. Make me new. I want to give you my life. Be my God. And I will be your child. I receive you right now in Jesus' name. If you prayed that, welcome to the kingdom. You know what I mean? Welcome to the kingdom. Coming to Jesus is, is his acceptance. It's you, it's you accepting him. Trust me, Jesus probably already been drawn on you. His Holy Spirit draws you. All you got to do is accept. It ain't nothing great you did by you accepting him. It's great that he even came to you. You feel me? Man. So I don't Man. want you to feel like you get some glory just because, oh, I accepted Jesus today and I'm, you ain't nothing. I ain't talking bad to you. I'm just saying you are, you are nothing in the sense of like you can save yourself. But you are something in the sense that you are a child of God, that God so loved you so much, he sent his son to die so you would live. It's for you to have the opportunity to receive him. And he did that for the people that may not receive him. Think about that. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because would we do that? I got an answer for that. No. No, we would not do that for somebody. Cause it, why would I die for someone that I know they ain't going to even receive me? Because I'm going to give them even the chance, the off chance that they would choose me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what God did for us so we can have life. So if you prayed that with us, whether you was listening today or watching, welcome to the kingdom. Get you a Bible Amen. and find a church. If you prayed that today, go to the store and get you a Bible. And you say, I ain't got no money. Did you buy you Sunday today? Go get you a Bible. Bible don't cost that much. Get you a Bible so you can learn. Or if you already got one, dust that thing off, open it up, start reading, and find you a church home. And let me say this other caveat. The first church may not be the right church. Don't give up on church. Don't Amen give up on church. That. You know what I'm saying? The church is great. There's vast. It's all different kinds. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you where to go. But it may. don't give up on God because that one church was ratchet. Trust me, there's five more around the corner. Find one that suits you where you can learn and understand God and where you feel like you're growing. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man, so go ahead, bro. If you got something. No, no, you um Bro, do your thing. I, I just not leaving uh, you out there, but you you in the van. No, it's right all now. good. It's all good, man. I just uh I just pray that this 
Bible study bless you guys, man. We say this all the time. We do Bible studies on stuff that God is getting on us about <laughs> a lot of times. Right. You know what I mean? We don't come from a point like we got this mastered. We don't. We don't have this life mastered. You know, we are just vessels that have been chosen to lead this. But we don't never want to come across like we're better because we're not. We're not. We're not no better. We're not perfect. You know what I'm saying? We're far from it. But we love God enough and we just accepted the call to get up here and do these Bible studies because we felt like the Lord wanted us to. That's what that's right. the only difference. Right. So, you know, I just I wanted to put that out there because I hope we never come off like that. Like we above or better or whatever. You know, we're not. You know, if you see me in public, I ain't talking a lot because I just don't do that a lot. I went to a concert and stood in the corner. Rob will tell you, that's me. <laughs> I'm very lively on this in real life. Me and Rob talk. <laughs> that's how it'll be. You know, right. that's me personally. Now, you may see Rob, Rob talking to everybody. It's just a personality thing, but I don't want nobody to see that and think, man, that man think he better. It's not that. It's it's, it's not that. It's just kind of introverted a little bit. You know, that's right. all it is. And I'm friendly Bob. So yeah, that's he, how it you works. Know, yeah, you know, friendly Bob. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But, man, with that being said, man, we thank y'all so much for spending time with us watching, watching and listening and this Bible said, man, I pray it was a blessing to you as it was for us. And uh, we'll be back with two weeks with another in another two weeks with another Bible study. I don't know what it's going to be, but we'll see. With that being said, man, hopefully you come back tomorrow for our sports show. We got a lot of things going on. We like to talk about. We appreciate it. And we uh, love everyone who watched this. Trust me. We Amen. pray for y'all and we thank y'all, man. And uh, we do this for you. And we do this for the people that's coming that we don't know about. We do this for obedience as well. But uh, go yeah. ahead, bro. No, just again, we just want to thank y'all. We don't take it for granted. And it is hard no. sometimes to get up here and talk about some of the things that the Lord, that we've been convicted on, not condemned, but 100%. convicted. So be yes, encouraged. Sir. If you didn't, if you still haven't repented one word, um, that was what the show was about. Go ahead and mm -hmm. repent, you yes. know, before you go to sleep tonight. Because like mm -hmm. C said, tomorrow's not promised. When you close your eyes, it's no guarantee you're going to wake up. So, you no, know, refresh right. yourself by getting in the Lord's presence tonight before you go to sleep. All right, man. With that being said, man, we'll be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock, with another uh, sports show. And on sports Thursday, show. we have a special show and have some guests. We'll talk more about it as time goes on, man. But be, be sure to tune in on Thursday. It'll be a special yeah, one to tune in tomorrow special. as well. With that, with that being said, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We out, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.